0: you're listening to the archaeology podcast network after two great years with the archaeology podcast network
1: the hosts of the women in archaeology podcast are moving on to set out on our own we'd like to thank the apn and our listeners for all of the support we've received over the past two years we hope you'll continue listening to the podcast You'll be able to find our new episodes on our blog at womeninarchaeology.wordpress.com, on our Patreon page, and of course through iTunes. Again, thanks for listening.
2: Hi, and welcome to the Women in Archaeology Podcast, a podcast about for and by women in the field. My name is Chelsea Sladen, and I'm your host for this episode an exciting episode because we're turning two yay yay Yay! joining me on this episode are some very familiar names got emily long kirsten lopez and sarah head thanks so much for joining me on this episode ladies i'm super excited about it so So, am i so crazy to think it's been two years. I know, right? So this is going to be a little bit different from some of our normal episodes and that we don't really have a topic. We're just going to kind of talk about the fact that we're two, what some of our favorite episodes are, what are some of the amazing things we've learned, the connections we've made, hopes and plans for the future, that sort of thing. So to kick us off, uh, Emily, Kirsten, or Sarah, does one of you want to talk about your favorite moment on the podcast so far? favorite no. moment on the podcast. no softballs for me tonight ladies <laughs> <laughs> my
3: favorite moment on the podcast has been there's a couple actually um the period episode was oh, definitely was so a favorite one. of mine it was both of them were we but i know only one of them made it out but still we had a really good time with those but in general like my favorite times on the podcast have been when we've brought forward some really hard-hitting Uh, topics that are uncomfortable to talk about, but yet have managed to have a really good group of women to discuss them. Um, I'm thinking things like the sexual harassment episodes that we've done. um, The Monuments episode Mm -hmm. was a good one. I also like the ones that we deal with very women-specific topics like motherhood in the field. Um, Again, the Wonderful Period episode. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think the what's in my bag And how to pack a bag for the field Kind of falls in that Because we talk about Female specific items That we would want to keep with us Like you know pads uh, You know that kind of stuff But so those are my favorites That's my favorite time in podcasts Is when we're We're dealing with topics That would not come up otherwise In any other kind of a situation Because women think about these things Not necessarily not women
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Just jump right off of that, too. It's just I love like what you're saying, Sarah. It's like when we're just unabashedly frank yes. about right, the <laughs> realities yeah. of things like I have, no one would have ever talked to me about going right into the field and being like, oh, no, how do you actually pee in the field? Or Oh, my gosh how do you so you that you don't know, pee on your pants? It's like, nobody talks about that. And <laughs> we
2: are.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really great example. I completely forgot we had a whole discussion about how to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's embarrassing and it's awkward, but we're just like, whatever. I mean, it's, that's, for me, that's kind of my favorite part where we're just kind of like, all right, well, we're going to talk about this whether you like it or not. Yes.
3: <laughs> well, because you know what? Somebody out there has that question. Like like you were saying, how do I pee in the field without peeing all over my pants? Well, you know, sometimes you do and sometimes
2: you don't.
0: <laughs> it all depends on the ground and the sediment structure. And
2: if you've got a lady peeing <laughs> on. Of, uh,
0: <laughs> the angle of the slope.
1: <laughs> yeah. you have something oh, to grab God's onto slope. or lean against. What kind of sticks? How windy is it? <laughs> may or may not. <laughs> or if there are bugs biting your butt. Oh, oh, man.
0: Oh, yeah. The imminent threat of the uh, potential rattlesnake Wild around goodness. the corner. I've never
2: had to deal with that one. Very grateful. <laughs> when, and a lot of these things are our um, frankness. It seems to be really appreciated by a lot of the listeners. We've gotten some great feedback, some emails, some Facebook comments, some conversations I've had with people. Um, you know, in person at conferences and that sort of thing, being told that we say the things other people are afraid to say, and it's so important that, that the podcast is really important because of our frankness. Because I'm not afraid to punches. Because we talk about some very, very important <laughs> basics that you know just don't get a lot of airtime, a lot of inches in press.
0: Yeah, one of the the things about, or one of the the topics that came up. I don't remember what episode it was. I think it was the the what's in your bag episode. Um, and that was the customizing, cause I remember talking to Deidre about this, like like refitting things like safety vests. So oh, you're yes. not like catching on brush, um, random equipment that doesn't ever really come in women's size or at least, you know, small women's size or <laughs> like curved size. Uh, like the shapes are all wrong. Um, rain gear is one example of that like women's rain gear at least that i have tried on can often be made to look pretty and cute but it's not really meant for like lifting your legs to hike through (laughs) stuff. or it's fitted in the waist and you're
1: like if i put any more layers under this i'm gonna
0: burst it open exactly so you know you move over to men's and it just doesn't fit right even the smalls were too long but they were roomy, like I could actually move around in it. So I just, you know, roll down the waist, or you know, it's stuff like that. To where it's where to get stuff. We had a conversation about red ant pants, which I think out of Australia, which is sort of the women's version of Carhartt work pants. But they actually have different shapes to choose from, and not just like
2: I'd forgotten about those. Size. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought those up. Again, yeah, because those sounded amazing. I, I episodes, need to buy a pair of those. I so, um, yes. unfortunately, they're really expensive. Of they are. So, if
1: yeah. we're always looking for sponsors, <laughs> hey, Red Ant Pants, um, <laughs> and we could gear test them. We could. Hey. <laughs> In different parts of the United States, we've got you know Pacific Northwest. We've got Southwest. We've got East Coast. Come on.
2: Um, <laughs> so I know personally one of my favorite things about this podcast has just been, and it's not necessarily a particular episode, but all of the amazing women that I've gotten to meet through the podcast, and Kirsten, Sarah, Emily, you were not women that I had ever met in, um, you know, out in the world prior to this, and I now consider all of you my friends. And, yes. I mean, we had 40, 50 guests on in two years probably. I haven't actually counted them all but it's a really good number and just women who. Mm -hmm. some of them I knew some of them I didn't but getting to talk to them talk about their experiences how are they similar how are they different learning about you know specialties and areas of expertise that aren't mine and that I maybe didn't know a lot about and there are differences but there are also so many similarities and there's just this amazing community of women in archaeology that's so supportive and so welcoming and amazing to be part of that and i feel like the podcast kind of has provided a good in in into that and hopefully any women who are listening realize that you are also part of this community of uh, women archaeologists and we love you we're always here for you yes
0: (laughs) and it's it's so neat to like you said meet people um in person that either you've you know I, i mean you know you, Chelsea. I think I've met in well, not that I think I know we've we, <laughs> we hung out at essays mm-hmm. uh, a little while ago, um, and I look forward to meeting Sarah coming up with these next essays. And um, I hung out with and met April Bissau, who's a, a a frequent guest on the show out in Toronto, and that was a lot of fun. And it's just neat to see how many different things that we do as women in archaeology. I think I've gotten Mm -hmm. more of a sense of how diverse this field is with regard to the types of work that archaeologists do through this show than anything, any other platform that I've seen. And that is really encouraging, (laughs) seeing that I'm going to be wrapping up my master's hopefully at the end of this calendar year. So I'm currently gearing up, you know, and doing all of the things that you do as you prepare to, you know, look for a job in the next year or so. The episode we did with April not too horribly long ago on putting yourself out there. As an archaeologist, that was one that was I actually went and re-listened to that the other day to be like, okay, what are all the things am I am I forgetting something? <laughs> 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 to to kind of you know polish up all of my resume stuff and my social media presence that um, I've been getting better at since that show for sure. It's uh, been a learning curve, but that's definitely one that I think has been valuable for me. Um, And I hope other people have gotten some good value out of it as well. You know, along these
3: lines, and I'm not necessarily related to the podcast, but kind of because of the podcast, I have joined a lot of female archaeologist support groups lately, and they well, okay, to be fair, I kind of started Mm -hmm. them because I needed support as a woman archaeologist and I figured everybody kind of did. And so we started one on Twitter. And if you're a female archaeologist and you're not part of that and you want to be part of it, hit me up. It's Archefantasies, uh, at Archefantasies on Twitter. So hit me up and I'll add you to it. But we also started a Slack group. And I think mean, we're not horrifically active, but that's okay. Because I feel like when people get on, when women get on there and they ask questions, they're getting answers not just from, like, a couple women who are in their immediate vicinity. They're getting answers from female archaeologists from all across the country and a couple across the the pond. So, like, I wouldn't have even thought to do something like that if I hadn't been involved with this podcast and if I hadn't seen the success that this podcast is having just at community building and awareness raising and just, you know, bringing women archaeologists together, which I know sounds weird, but it seems like we
2: needed this. and It shouldn't sound weird. It really is.
1: It, yeah it's not at all like i've I've been on the that support group um on Twitter and it's delightful like I say that with no like irony or anything like it's really delightful and people be like man I'm I'm really struggling with my dissertation today and then everybody's like you can do it here's some tips you know like try doing x y and z and you can write or oh just like all kinds of issues (laughs) and And it's it's true so incredibly supportive and I feel that way so much about like the women that all of you in this podcast too that it's it's really fun when we just message each other because for one thing, like, you all met each other. I haven't, the funny thing is, I
0: haven't yeah, met
2: any of you. Emily, you're next on my list.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, and you're closer but... to the next uh, SAA, you know. Albuquerque, <laughs> next year. That is true. Ooh. We're going to be in your backyard. Sort of. Oh. You know. That is true. I want to
3: go to the Albuquerque meeting, not for any particular reason, other than there's a weird song named Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, I'm not lying. That is the only reason I want to go to the Albuquerque meeting is so that I can get say that I have been to Albuquerque where the Weird Al song is written. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then we'll have to go there. But just kind of what all of you have already been talking about, it's like we're in a support group of ourselves. And just messaging each other talking about issues and even just the planning process for this podcast is almost like a little support group as well because it's like all right what do we need to talk about Like, oh man this has been an issue or whoa whoa this research is coming out and we'll talk about it and then bringing this information together it's it's cathartic in many ways, oh, yeah. too. Our rants our rants are quite cathartic
2: as well. <laughs> and
1: our random um, shark facts. And what was the other?
2: What, squirrel facts? How much we hate pottery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pottery rants or anti-pottery rants. But just, I don't know. It's like we have a lot of fun. Yeah, We're a little support group. We try to get information out there. And we're trying to raise women's voices. I think it's such a fun combination of things. And I think our listeners have fun with it too, even with our serious topics that I I think we do a good job. It's one of my favorite things too, that at the end, we're trying to lift it up. You know, it's like, man, we're talking about some really depressing topics here. How can we change? You know, it's like, we try to always bring it back to what can you do or what can we do to help each other? And I think that's a really awesome factor. Of what we do too
0: exactly makes me happy Yeah, makes me very happy <laughs> I, I do enjoy having that outlet um, like you guys were saying with the just it's very cathartic Um, I was talking to someone the other day about how being on this podcast and being involved in this has helped me so much in <laughs> the process of going through my masters and of course oh, well, I'm not doing you know what Chelsea's doing right miss phd over there some days i regret (laughs) it but (laughs) 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 there are definitely like the few moments of like self-doubt or other issues where it's like i'm just having a hard time writing i can't focus um coming back around to and knowing that we're all here both in this you know in this group because we meet fairly often um, to record and to plan. And then the Slack group that came online recently that you were mentioning, Sarah, and Twitter, it's just, it's become such a big help in just really kind of keeping me on track and and doing the things that need to be done.
3: I I completely feel you because I'm also in the middle of a master's. Granted, we're doing theory this semester. So like I'm questioning life and everything, but- um, Oh. (sighs) <sighs> I don't get it. I oh, that's like, hard. hard. <laughs> like, I'd shut up and just dig. But whatever. Um, <laughs> you, don't. you don't. But you
1: need to go through the no. processual ideas that Benford laid no. out for you to be able to understand the it's ecology and environmental okay. models that can be opposed upon It culture. is okay
3: to just pick it up and go, it's a rock, and move on with life. <laughs>
1: um, anyway. Anyway.
3: <laughs>
0: I was gonna say there's Binford, but I would say a lot more credit needs to be given to Schiffer and Butzer. You know, that's that is true. (laughs) My
2: opinion, guys. I already made Sarah have an hour-long theory discussion with me on the way back from the Mid Atlantic Archaeology Conference this weekend.
1: But how do you feel about the idea of processual
0: Plus, it. which brings Stop. together the, all of the ideas that can be done? I read a really great response paper to that the other day. That was, was really fun. To... Just look it up. Madonna Moss, I believe, wrote it in 2005. It's, it's, it's up on academia.edu, I believe. So just did that. <laughs>
3: Let's see, it, it's this kind of stuff that we're talking about. Like, this is awesome that I can have my I hate theory rants, and like
1: everybody can bring it
3: back around to making fun of the fact that I hate theory. want to know what my committee
1: chair told me about theory? Go
2: for
1: it. All right, so I'm writing my theory chapter um, for my dissertation, and it's like, man, this is really hard. And he's like, well, you know, theory is just to get professors tenure. <laughs> I was like, really? And he's like, but you still have to write your theory chapter. And I was like, damn it.
0: <laughs> can I just write that in the I was gonna say, chapter? can that
3: just be my theory chapter? <laughs> I'm not going for ten years. Screw you, theory.
1: <laughs> Pretty much like I am not getting tenure.
2: <laughs> what were we talking about? The oh yeah. Version. The tangents. Uh, the tangents theory? are also wonderful. <laughs> <That was fun.
3: laughs> we never have those yes. those don't exist on the show. This no. is a well oiled machine.
0: Of course. <laughs> We all have it's, notes, yeah, and it's pre-scripted, right? Yeah. I
1: don't
3: know what's more um, terrifying oh, oh, than yeah. the thought that we just randomly do this or the fact that we scripted. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Insert um here, and then tangent about theory, and then anti-pottery. And gen- you know,
0: <laughs> general yeah. rant that actually, or, you know, just mumble rambling that has forgotten its train of thought halfway through. That's, Ooh, that's my specialty. That special never theory. happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what was I saying?
2: That's On that note? Um, we are about at the end of our first 20 minute segment. <laughs> so we're going to go to break and when we come back you will Perfect. probably hear more exactly. tangents. Hooray! Maybe slightly <laughs> less
0: giggling. No.
4: <laughs> this network is listener supported. We're trying to move away from paid advertising while also creating new shows and supporting the ones we have. The APN has never and will never make a serious profit on our podcast. Every little dime we make goes back into the network and improving show quality. So become a member today at www.archpodnet.com members to show your support, get some extras, and be a benefactor for archaeological education. Members get stickers, a coffee mug, a t-shirt, bonus content, early access to episodes, a private Slack team to talk to other members and the hosts, and full access to training on Team Black over at arccert.black. So check out our memberships at www.archpodnet.com slash members today and support archaeological education. That's www.archpodnet.com members. Now back to the show.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Women in Archaeology podcast. Today's special episode is all about us and the fact that we're turning to so far Hooray! on episode, Right? Super exciting. So I didn't give you guys a chance to cheer. It's hard to contain themselves, I know. (laughs) So far today, we have been discussing some of our favorite things about the podcast, what it's given to us, what we hope we've given back to the community. But it's not just the archaeological community that we are hoping to reach. We also have several episodes that we like to think of as kind of our engaged citizen episodes, part of larger conversations around archaeology, heritage, public outreach. You know, you see headlines, whether it's the Dakota Access Pipeline or the shrinking of the national monuments or the removal of Confederate monuments. We try to bring an archaeological perspective to those issues, which isn't always easy. We don't always agree, but I... It's not always comfortable. Yeah, definitely. But I think, Kirsten, you had some thoughts about that in the, the break that you wanted to maybe kick us off with.
0: Yes, so some of these topics, as you mentioned, um, are those which people get very defensive, um, so, uh, defensive, self-righteous, um, very dug into their position about, um, and people feel strongly about, which on that note, outside of Facebook, people often are uh, unwilling to discuss much further um, or to any considerable or approachable depth and these are things that we need to actually have conversations about not i mean the weather's important don't get me wrong especially when you're working in it (laughs) but actually talking to your field mates your crew um people in your office or um, colleagues it's good to have these um discussions about where we are as a field, um, how we're engaged or engaging with these issues and how they affect not only us but what we stand for and what we are supposed to be doing um, in theory in both the CRM field and academic work and sort of uh, what are reasons for existing behind one might call it theory.
2: <laughs> if one were brave um, <laughs>
0: yes. if one were brave yes
2: <laughs> Don't scare them away <laughs> yes
0: So as an archaeologist there is a Facebook group out there that has um, been engaging uh, since the oh. election or since during the the uh, campaigns before the election. Um, This last presidential election um, that I don't remember what the original name of it called, but it is now archaeologists for a just future. So if you are an archaeologist of any level, um, we have people on there from tech level to um, seasoned um, archaeologists and um, professors, professor emeritus. Is one who actually runs it so it's it's a really great group for discussion we're all of varying opinions much like this show and <laughs> because it is difficult to engage people outside of Facebook that's one of the reasons why we have those discussions on here is to actually get people to voice them so we voice them to each other we disagree and we agree all of the above and I think it's really great to have people on that are of varying positionalities, of varying opinions, and I think mm-hmm. even just sending comments or discussion topics or um, responses is very great to hear from people, just to know that we're engaging for their thought. Engagement, I mean, the whole, the whole point of these episodes are really to get you to think and act, because uh, too many times in my field, crew days of being a tech I ran into people that were just so afraid to rock the boat and to make things uncomfortable um, and just wanted to kind of follow the status quo because that's just what it was Um, but we can't I mean things aren't gonna stay that way with that attitude we you know CRM may not exist if uh, we follow the way of the EPA take a listen to some of those episodes we have some that had follow-up Uh, episodes to specific Mm -hmm. topics um, which were were pretty fun and if you have suggestions or things that you really want to talk about they can be anywhere from important pop culture um, engagements such as we had an episode on how women archaeologists are portrayed in the media the election of Trump how that is going to affect once he was elected and then later we had a follow up on how things have been going Monuments episodes, as mentioned before, and so forth. Um, did you guys have any in- thoughts or input yeah. or
2: you want to additions? I mean, I would say <laughs> we've definitely gotten some comments from people, uh, positive and negative. A lot of the issues that we talk about are polarizing. Some of those comments have come from mm-hmm. the archaeological community itself, some of them come from people who aren't mm-hmm. archaeologists. So it's encouraging to know that we have listeners who aren't archaeologists um, and still find us approachable and accessible. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I mean, thanks to all of our listeners for listening. But if you ever hear us discuss a topic, and you think that there's a, a viewpoint missing, sometimes it can be really difficult because you can only have so many people on a remotely recorded podcast before it just becomes chaos. But like, let us know how you feel. I keep a list of who has said what about, you know, different, different topics and people who've expressed an interest in coming and being on the podcast to talk about, you know, topic X, if we ever cover it again, or do a rehash, um, we are listening, we do want to make sure as many different perspectives get, you know, heard as possible. And we're happy to use our platform to help raise awareness. So um, I would invite anyone mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has an opinion that they want to, be made known that is respectful um we're not here to call anybody names or make anybody feel bad but
0: yeah we're not gonna gang up on you (laughs) i that's that is something that i you know i feel like that might be a concern for some people is like oh well there's a bunch of a bunch of you and i i'm i'm just one with a different opinion and it's like but we want to hear it we want to engage your voice and and really have your voice heard and, and offer as chelsea said the platform to you and discuss you know not just polarize or try and push people away that are have different thoughts well there's even a good example of that when we we're talking about
1: um the monument situation and whether or not um the statue should be taken down i'm i'm pretty sure sarah <laughs> that we had like three different No, because we had three different um, opinions going on where we had one side that was, like, extremely take them down. Another side that um, (laughs) was, no, it won't make a difference, leave them up, but leave, like, a plaque or something. And then in the middle, it's like we need to be doing a combination of both. And I thought it was wonderful that, Sarah, that you brought up differing opinions. And, I mean, it was good that we all didn't agree we should have... Varying opinions on the show And we're not Like we are experts in our field But does not mean we're always right? Yeah.
3: But that disagreement And other disagreements that we've had about uh, Just I mean in general Other topics It's representative of the field I mean that's I think the important thing that I want people to understand It's like one of the reasons why this show even exists Is because it's important to hear female voices Discussing archaeological topics And I don't mean women's issues I mean discussing research and things, laws that affect the field, and events mm-hmm. that affect the field. And the, the the statues is one of those events that's affecting the field of archeology, span whether we like it or not. But it's mm-hmm. important to hear women discussing that. I it's important to hear women disagreeing and having mm-hmm. civil conversations about why we disagree with one another. I mean, yeah, I, I took a very hard stance on that. And there was a, one of our other co-hosts on the show mm-hmm. took the opposite uh, stance. Yes. And I don't remember, honestly, and I'm not bringing it back up again. Um, but the fact that we were able to exactly, thats my point. It was a cordial discussion. I was like, "I am right," and I think Chelsea was like, no, "You're not." And I was like, neener, niner," and she was like, "Your head's big." And we had a very cordial discussion about it.
2: No, we did not. I don't think we called anyone names, and you know what? We're friends, which is super important. They, there, was, there was a lot of was going on. Um, obviously,
3: Chelsea and I are still friends over that. I just spent like five hours in a car with her, so
2: <laughs> right. I tortured you with discussions <laughs> on theory.
3: Fair. Is that why that happened? I see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all.
0: Ah. On that note, I do look forward to our upcoming discussion on a very theoretical um, uh, topic. Astrophysics,
3: space. <laughs> We're talking about space. Let's do this.
2: Space archaeology. <laughs> space archaeology. What? Wait, we need Sarah Parkack. If you're listening and you know her, let her know, please. I will
3: just start pestering her on Twitter. Be like, hey, we have the same name. You should come on my show and talk about space tw- or space archaeology. I've <laughs> already
1: asked her to come on the show.
3: <laughs> if all of us ask her, she'll either like transfer or come on the damn show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're fun. Can't you tell how much fun we are?
3: I'm sorry, Kristen. What were you talking about that's possibly? Identical?
0: No, we've done book reviews in the past and I believe we have one uh, forthcoming. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. we do. Down down the pipeline.
2: So super the super exciting. It's called forward. The Archaeology of Utopian and Intentional Communities by Stacey Kozokavich. Yes. I butchered her last name. I'm really sorry. I promised to figure out how to pronounce it before uh, the book review. But yeah, that should be a really good episode. Um, that I'm excited to have. Then yeah, we'll be we'll be a little bit more theoretical, oh, yeah. but we'll also talk about some really cool sites from Quakers, Shakers, um, Mormon towns. You guys-
3: Please tell me that one of the places you're going to talk about is New Harmony <laughs> in Indiana because New Harmony was very close to my heart when I was living there. So,
2: If that is where the Harmony Society is from, the answer is yes. Excellent. Oh,
3: I'm quite I'm excited.
2: Not, I'm not here. very far into the book yet. Sorry. Read more. New yeah. Harmony's awesome.
0: <laughs> yes. So we we have yet to to do that review. And by the time, you know, this hits the airwaves, we will be, Shortly. That will be following shortly after so so yeah as you're listening to this keep your eyes out subscribe actually and you will get an automatic notification if you're actually interested in listening to that and anything else and that way you don't miss out and you can cool. you know we'll have a link to where you can purchase that when it gets um published yeah, and a link as well.
2: with a
3: discount it's even more exciting see we do cool stuff for our listeners
0: yeah
1: okay, Ooh,
0: hey, that is this
1: we do our best well just kind of on that note too how we're trying to do different things as well it's like when we did the book review on Mm -hmm. the um, uh, kids book I'm afraid I am blanking on the name at the moment but um, like it's an excellent resource for kids oh yeah cool I'm gonna take yes so it's like we've got the serious topics we've got fun topics I'm just a thinking about um just some of the discussions we've had uh with outside guests we we don't only talk to women we do talk to men as well um so it doesn't preclude that you know men are not allowed on the show by any stretch um I think one of our really good interviews Mm -hmm. and discussions was with uh Mike Roman oh yeah uh, about Kiribati and for me that was one of the most one one of the most heart-wrenching ones um, episodes to be part of because I honestly didn't know much about Kiribati and the issues that's going on there and that it's like a forgotten people and nobody will take them despite these, this massive problem with climate change and I just I found it heartbreaking but at the same time so incredibly important and talking to Mike was incredibly interesting and I don't
0: know. It was all... It was all the things. <laughs> yes. That was... That was a, that, a good one.
1: Just to put that out there, just... Because we're the right. women in archaeology, doesn't mean we'll only talk to women. Yes. Like, there If the research is important and... The, um... We want to get that uh, the research known and that these massive issues such as climate change, uh, we want our listeners to hear about it, um, whether we're going to be talking about uh, utopian societies in our book review or how just climate change is affecting vulnerable communities throughout the world. Yes. We want our mm-hmm. listeners to know. So it doesn't oh, it doesn't have to be a women's only type yes. of thing. We want to hear as many voices well, that- as possible and just.
0: Let important topics be known. And one of our first, uh, or actually our first book review was actually a male author who was a guest on our show, and that was Alan Kaiser for the Archaeology, Sexism, and Scandal book, which was super fun. Um, And I definitely, it was really great reading. It's great for archaeologists and also accessible for non-archaeologists, so as far as reading, ease and interest um
2: that yeah, one was very good. Had some it. good which was fantastic episodes we also do our wonderful conference review episodes we've done the theoretical uh, archaeology group meeting in Toronto the AAAs the SAAs um the SHAs we recorded a yes. Mac episode a couple days ago actually was amazing, uh, we had seven people on the panel, which I think is the largest group we've ever had. Being being in person definitely um, makes that easier.
0: Yeah, we'll actually have um, another one for this uh, year's essays that are coming up. And hopefully, if I can round up people, I'm gonna be dragging, cause I can't find <laughs> anyone online. <laughs> so if you, if <laughs> that's going to this, um, and actually somehow I find that like, it's just going to be a low enrollment for this year at NWAC, which is the Northwest Anthropological Conference. And I'm going, I'm going to be a social presence there, social media presence there. Um, And that may be, may have occurred before this episode, um, unfortunately comes out, but um, I will hopefully, if, you're interested in Northwest archaeology. I will be uh, recording that. You can go back and listen to that. What dates
2: our, is that um, conference?
0: Our stiff. So that is the twenty, uh, the of April twenty eighth through the thirty first. Oh yeah, no, this isn't coming out before then. Of March. Exactly. So I am yeah. So hopefully this will that will have been recorded and posted as a summary of that uh, conference, which is usually quite good, actually. Um, it's a little bit different feel. I mean, every conference has a different feel, and that's one of the things I really like about the the reviews that we do of the conferences, because you get a good idea of what these other regional conferences are really about and what they're like. I mean, you know, I've been going to SAAs for six years, and the regional Uh, conference now for almost as long, um, but I hadn't actually been to anything else. So when I went to the theoretical archaeology uh, group conference up in Toronto last year, it was a whole different experience. I mean, it was for one on the East Coast. I don't make it out that side of the country very often, so it's a different cultural feel um, than the West Coast, of course. And it was really neat to just I mean, I know, Sarah, you're not a big fan of theory, but I find it kind of fun and fascinating. It's like playing with Play-Doh. I don't know how much of it is actually, like, real, <laughs> but it's really fun <laughs> to talk about. Of course, a lot of it's, it's very applicable in some situations, but I think there's some that is... um just kind of uh yeah like play-doh it's airy it can kind of be formed and molded to whatever you want it to be um (laughs) so uh it it was a really good experience and and definitely different um so it's it's neat to get an idea of what kind of stuff is out there and to diversify you know what you attend, or people that you want to meet. You can always go to a, a regional conference outside of your your area. Oh, and and later this year, also, I'm going to be at GBAC, which is the Great Basin um, Anthropological Conference, which actually only goes Ooh. on every two years, and that's in October. So Ooh, I might actually go to that one. Yes, that's in uh, Salt Lake this year. Yeah, of
1: course. May I do a really quick conference? plug, it would take one minute. Yeah. Um, there's also another wonderful, uh, conference. If you're in the Southwest area called the Pecos conference this year, it's going to be in Flagstaff, Arizona, Mm -hmm. and it's primarily a Southwestern conference, but it's entirely outdoors. Um, everybody stays in tents, RVs, whatever you got. It's, um, usually on the forest service, park service, something like that. Two big pavilion tents, one for books and vendors and posters. The other for talks, it's really laid back. It's so much fun. It's usually three to four days highly recommend it and it's typically in early august
0: nice i've actually heard of that one and i've heard it's really great so i'll definitely
2: back you up on we will definitely check back in with both of you about your conference experiences Um, and on that note we've actually run a little bit over this segment so we will see you after the break
4: hey podcast fans and digital archaeologists have you heard about wild note It's a data collection app that works online or offline on your smartphone or tablet, iOS, or Android. It allows you to collect field data easily, manage data efficiently, and generate data reports and site records effortlessly. We have a growing list of state site forms built in for your use and some generic forms that will work anywhere. Check out the shovel testing and photograph forms. You can get a free all-access 30-day trial today by going to wildnoteapp.com. That's wildnoteapp.com for your free 30-day trial. Now back to the show.
2: Hi, and welcome back to the Women in Archaeology podcast. On today's special episode, we've been talking all about us, because we're two! Yay! Yay! See, I remembered to give you guys time to cheer this time. (laughs) (laughs) So in the last section, we talked a bit about some of our favorite aspects of the show some of the kind of engaged citizen behavior that the the show has i'm gonna spend the last few minutes talking a little bit about kind of where we want the show to go however on a very important completely unrelated note where i would like my own life to go i found out during the break about wish.com and there's a viking lego fortress and i think everyone needs to know <laughs> about it and now we can talk about the podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> Archaeologists never really grow up. It's like toys? a Viking Lego set? What? I was gonna
3: say, apparently, we're just going to talk about Legos for the next 20 minutes, which I am okay with. So,
1: Legos. There's a mini go.
2: trebuchet that I want. I'm I mean, honestly, we're going to talk about archaeology or Lego type things. We should also probably maybe try and talk about archaeology and the cool work. I was just getting ready to say if you follow my Twitter
3: account, you will notice that. I built an archaeological lab out of Legos from the excellent company Excavation Blocks, which is on Etsy. Good luck finding the kit. But if you can seriously buy it because it encourages them to put more archaeological Lego sets together, which I desperately need. So
2: But also you should check out the amazing work that the Fairfield Foundation is doing. Oh, yes. Because they are using drones to take aerial photographs of their site. And then using photogrammetry to create three D models that have like different stratigraphic layers within them that you can pop in and out, so you can like take off the different levels of stratigraphy, and then you know reveal like the brick foundation. That's cool. It's amazing. And I spent all weekend doing research with this. They are okay. No, here you're not doing this
3: justice. You're not doing this justice. These. 3d things these 3d printed models that uh i actually i will remember her name by the end of this ashley McHouston, uh this has been her project with the fairfield foundation out of virginia and she has created uh nine by nine or three by three unit blocks so there's nine units within a block and she brought two with her because i think she's only got two printed out one of them is modern they just did it i think a couple years ago so that's the one that they were going over every square inch of it taking photographs of it uploading the photos directly into the software so everything is like high detail like each individual freaking brick in the brick fall is on this 3d model and you can pop the layers off and when i say you pop the layers off i mean you remove the soil layers as the excavation itself had been done so like they went down arbitrarily 10 centimeters you take off the layer and the layer is in is 10 centimeters as per uh the resolution so um and resolution wasn't the word but you all understand scale thank you so like you take that off and then if there was a feature underneath that layer there's a little tiny feature that you can then pry out of there to see what's underneath the feature the really important part of this and this is your fault
2: Chelsea, because you got me on this
3: the other really important part is the second three by three that she printed off (laughs) she had to use it it was part of the the house that had already been excavated and it had been excavated 10 years ago so, and I think she was saying that, like all said and done, this data is like somewhere between ten to twenty years old. She recreated the excavation based on the documentation that was taken during the time of the excavation. That came is only ten to twenty years ago, so we're we're talking about field forms, pictures, data points. Uh, you know, data points which are important. I'm just going to say it twice anyway. But by using all of these data things that we do as archaeologists, so if you're ever in the field and you're like, why am I doing the same damn thing 14 times? This is why you're doing the same damn thing 14 times. So that 20 years later, somebody can take that binder's worth of data that you just generated as you excavated and literally recreate everything that you did to scale so that I, 10 years later, can play around with this 3D printed model and pop off each individual layer, which is to scale in thickness like if you went down 10 centimeters on your paper like i said i'm popping off a 10 centimeter layer you look at the little feature that you had underneath your 10 centimeter layer i mean this thing is absolutely fantastic and talking about rants i will now stop
2: it's not playing it's research you put little like lego people hey. with it
3: you could put lego people on this and it would be fantastic like i feel like i if i had my lego people with me i would
1: have done that I'm I'm just saying you need to get- I feel like that's a new series you need to do.
0: <laughs> Tiny ah, trowels. Yes. Tiny trowels.
1: Oh god, it's the cutest archaeological
2: <laughs> site I've ever heard oh of. Oh my
3: god. This thing was so amazing. And I wasn't even the one that goobed out and played with it forever. Shh.
2: It's research. I don't what Clay? What are you talking about? I'm engaging in public archaeology. I I may
3: I may or may not have a minute long <laughs> video of Chelsea taking apart and putting back together the uh, the 3D model several <laughs> times. I
1: think mean, they might need to go on the go on the blog.
0: <laughs> ah yes. That's exactly what needs to it. That would be awesome. <laughs> Anywho, in terms of the future <laughs> of the podcast. So sorry, <laughs> this thing was so cool. no, no.
2: Like we warned people about tangents. You entered it, you're on risk. Your oh yeah. But
1: um <laughs> One thing I mean that we we always need to think about in terms of continuing the podcast and it's one of those things that's frustrating but necessary as well is just the ability to support it to like keep going and we're always hoping for using new audio programs um, hoping to get people better microphones those types of things and that just takes a lot of funding and so we are setting up a Patreon account and the links will be available And if you are interested in supporting the podcast in any way shape or form it could be in providing us new ideas of things to talk about becoming a guest on the podcast or even monetarily supporting the podcast it's always appreciated so just check out our patreon um it'll be in the
2: links definitely we're also um speaking of looking for ways to support the the show. Always, like Emily mentioned, looking for new ideas. We've actually recorded a couple episodes on that were listener requests, the most recent of uh, which is a um, Archaeology 101 or Archaeology Basics. will be coming out later this summer. So if you have an episode that you think would be a really great topic. If you are a teacher, whether it's at a college level or, you know, a fifth grade level, and you want something that you can, you know, show in your classroom or assign as homework, we are happy to provide the resources that people are looking for. Always looking to diversify who we have on the panel. So come join us. We're
0: nice. It's If it's for kids, you know, I think that's amazing. I have a a now teenage child myself. Uh, Do you know that there are some episodes in our past that have a fair or at least a mild amount of cursing? So we can always... watch that just look for the
3: <laughs> that have me on them uh i guarantee there will be at least one swear word in any yes. episode that i am on and i apologize ahead of time but that's the way it is
0: yes and i, I actually had a, a an archaeologist um when i invited on the show she was like no 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 i, I curse too much and i'm like oh no
2: we all curse.
0: (laughs) This is is not necessarily a clean show. However, if it is something that you're requesting, we can most definitely serve that audience. And just because I think it's fun and great to do, and I think we would have a blast doing it as well, it's not something that we would necessarily take as a chore or be like, well, we can't do that, we have to have our freedom. We can always turn on our
1: lecture clean voice. I mean, instead of saying, yeah, we dig shit tons of dirt, you know, we can be like, yes, we precisely excavate at 10 (laughs) centimeter levels. When we say that's because we look for stratigraphic changes in the dirt. But, you know, we can turn it on and off as needed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I I think these would be fun to do, but I don't know how... Desired. They may or may not be, which is probably why we right. have so I So that's
2: why you kind of said so. let us know what you, our listeners, are interested in. We are here to create you know, a podcast or product that is going to be useful for our listeners. It's going to be thought provoking and engaging. Obviously, also trying to grow our, our listener base. I feel like most groups are, are doing that. Um, and to that end, we've got listed in a couple of databases, including um, Archeo Analytics. Is a really great service as well as we should have a blog coming out on the queer archaeology um, website shortly. If you want to write blogs for us, we always need blogs. Oh, definitely. One of the things you
3: could do, I was say, one of the things you can do as a listener that is just, apt, I mean, you don't have five bucks to give us, I understand, I really do. But if you're listening to the podcast and you have any kind of social media or Facebook or anything that you do even Instagram uh share us uh just sharing links to our shows even if it's just like pick one of your show pick one of our shows that you really enjoyed and just share it with everybody you know just the act of sharing the show is major support for us so please share us anywhere you can and that right there I will give you a giant thank you for
1: And fellow podcasters, I mean, we're always interested in collaboration um, and hearing from new people. Chelsea, over the break, mentioned This Anthro Life, and that would be a wonderful
2: collaboration. Or just chat, just to chat with would be wonderful. (laughs) Uh, I had a really, really excellent conversation at the AAAs with This Anthro Life, I guess that was back in November, And it was phenomenal. And I would really like to recreate it (laughs) and record it. (laughs) So if you're hearing this, get in touch.
1: And if anybody wants to give us free stuff, we're always happy to be gear testers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give us fancy, um, you know, work pants, backpacks, REI if you're listening. We we would... About
2: need to test out whatever you have I mean a fan of lab <laughs> equipment different digital calipers how they survive oh, yes. in the field like, hit me up we're really good at shameless self-promotion <laughs> maybe not we're very open to oh, creative
0: yeah. ideas for sure and there's actually a mm-hmm. couple of guest episodes that I have um, popped in on with uh, Go Dig a Hole as well so you can catch me on that periodically um, and then, I'm sure there's others that will be upcoming on different podcasts eventually as well. Um, as you mentioned, collaboration is always, always this a fun, fun thing to do. Oh yeah,
1: it's totally fun for us. We love. Meeting new people, hearing from new people. Really does. And
0: since we are literally located all over the country, you can probably find us within a few hours drive <laughs> if you want to do something in person. <laughs> 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 or at least we'll be in whatever time zone you are. You know, I think we are That's literally in every time zone. And if Central anyone's listening
2: in Europe, <laughs> I'm going to be doing my dissertation research there this summer. Um, sometimes it's difficult to organize recordings for people when you're talking about a 5 or a 6 hour time difference maybe even an 8 hour yeah. time difference guess what this <laughs> summer there won't be a time difference as your chance
0: yes and that's cuz we have i think on a couple of occasions coordinated from the UK to the west coast uh, across several hours time so those are those are scattered in there too i think it's
2: doable but it's rough
0: it is rough going. But don't don't feel yeah. like because you're so far away you can't. That's another thing. is we enough. we make we figure it out. And we could always try to make the podcast
1: bilingual too, try different languages. I speak French really poorly. What was he? Yeah, my, m- so my, my Spanish, Spanish is a bit rough these days. <laughs> so we could have a really wacky episode
2: trying to Everyone can criticize our terrible language skills. Me but really, we will try. Really do. May we (laughs) (laughs) So ladies We Uh, are approaching the end Of our episode Does anyone have any (laughs) final thoughts?
1: I'm just really happy and proud Of where we've gone in the last two years I'm Really happy to be part of this group And I'm excited to see Where we go this coming year
0: Yeah, I'm So happy that it's still going um, not to say that I thought it would not still be going, <laughs> but I, tried to say. it's just, it's so much more than I thought it would be. I definitely think it, and it'll be great to see what we create in this next year, or even then, you know, repeat what we've done, the coming two. Forever. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> I just want to say... Uh, repeat the same thing I've been saying all weekend. Every time Chelsea's walked up to somebody at the conference was like, I'm with the women in archeology span podcast. I would just like to say, I am incredibly proud of how far the three of you have taken this podcast. Um, I may have like come up with the idea and somehow wrangled all three of you into being on the podcast, but I am super proud of how much you all have owned this podcast how much you all have grown podcast and I am super excited to see where you guys are going to take it in the next year. Yes.
2: I'm good at wrangling. You're an excellent wrangler. Yes. (laughs) You really, you really are. (laughs) I I would like to kind of echo the same sentiments. This podcast has turned into more than I ever thought it would be. Um, I feel like I've made some really excellent, not just colleagues, but friends on the show found an amazing group of supportive women. So thank you all for being part of that, being guests who come on, co-hosts, listeners. Couldn't do it without you. Well, some of it we could, but it wouldn't be worth the same amount. Um, <laughs> not at all. Would be As always, <laughs> we love hearing from you. So check out our blog you can always email us at women in archaeology at gmail.com or find us on twitter at womenarches and until next time have a great couple weeks Bye. bye 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 thanks for
3: listening
2: to the women in archaeology podcast Links to the items mentioned on the show are in the show notes. You can contact us at womeninarchaeology at gmail.com or at WomenArchies on Twitter. Please like, share, and subscribe to the show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Support the show in the APN at www.archpodnet.com members. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.